1: Or miss. Episode 192. Hey, my riches! Monday morning, and we are with another episode of our mountain project climbing mountains and entrepreneurial success. Some of the most amazing mountain stories you heard. This is the seventh and newest mountain episode. And it seems like you really love this amazing series of the Rich or Miss Mountains project. Today, I want to share with you the seventh and newest episode where successful entrepreneurs share their mountain stories. Listen to these incredible mountain stories I heard from the successful entrepreneurs I recently interviewed on my podcast. You can then listen to the full interview with each of them and hear about their visions, struggles, and how these entrepreneurs reached their success. From the entrepreneur that climbed with her client on the hike of the gods in Italy and was amazed. To the one who decided to climb the highest peak in Utah, King's Peak, but found out they climbed the wrong peak. To the entrepreneur whose mountain was to save the financial future of his family. To the only entrepreneur that said, To be honest, I don't feel like I'm climbing a mountain today. I feel like my mountain climbing journey's ebb and flow. And the entrepreneur that moved to the mountains in Asheville, North Carolina, and said, It's pretty impressive, and it's just incredible to be so rooted in nature here. I hope these mountain stories will encourage you to find out what should you, as an entrepreneur looking for your breakthrough to success, take from their stories to help you find the necessary steps to reach your peak. My first guest to tell her mountain story is Lisa McLeod. When we reached the top, I remember thinking that people are just a dot on this earth, so you'd better do something with your time that matters. Lisa McLeod is the global expert on purpose-driven business and the best-selling author of Selling with Noble Purpose, How to Drive Revenue and Do Work That Makes You Proud. Lisa has spent two decades helping leaders increase competitive differentiation and emotional engagement. Her work debunks the myth that money is the primary motivation for most employees. She developed the noble purpose philosophy after her research revealed salespeople who sell with noble purpose who truly want to make a difference to their customers outsell salespeople who focus on their own targets and quotas. Lisa McLeod, what a pleasure to have you with me. Hi.
2: Hi, it's great to be with you today.
1: I'm so happy with you today. As my listeners already know, I've been imagining this journey of marketing and building a perception in the mind of the customer as climbing a mountain. And then I started to work with entrepreneurs and I found out that climbing this entrepreneurial mountain is a higher peak than I ever thought. So at some point I started to ask my guests and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed the mountain or wish to climb a mountain or do you have any relationships with mountains at all?
2: You know, it's interesting, I knew you were gonna ask me this question and at first blush, I didn't think of myself as a mountain climber, but then I remembered something, and I, and I think I understand the reason people do climb mountains. I was on a trip uh, several years ago in Italy. One of our clients is a, a company named G-Adventure, so I'm going to give them a shameless plug right now. They are the leader in adventure mm-hmm. travel. They closed down their trips during COVID. They're mm-hmm. opening back up. They're amazing. So I went on one of their trips to Italy with my family, and there was this hike and they called it the hike of the gods, because you were on top of this mountain, you were up above some of the clouds, and you were looking out. And I'm, I'm not a big athlete, and I was probably the least fit of anybody on this hike. So I was super <laughs> happy, you know, we're there. And I'm like, I made it. <laughs> but I just remember looking out over and you could see the land and you could see the sea. And it was Beautiful. And I just remember looking out over all that and and thinking, you know, this has been here for centuries. This sea, this land, it doesn't even know I'm here and it doesn't care. And I just remember thinking at the time, you know, we humans, we come to this earth, we're here for a finite period of time. And it was just, I think why people want to be at the top of a mountain physically is it just gives you that perspective. And you just think, wow, I'm just hmm. this dot on this earth. I better do something with my time that matters. And the only thing that's going to really matter, you know, I'm not going to carve out the mountain or change the way the sea works. The only thing that's really going to matter is how I affect the people around me. Hmm. That's the only thing that, of, that's going to last. And it just, I was really thinking about that, sort of being at the top of that mountain and thinking, you know, what's, what's the true essence of me? Why am I here? And, and what am I going to do with this, you know, little dot I have on this planet? Hmm,
1: it's a beautiful story. Ross Kimborowski said, we focus really hard on the customer and the customer experience throughout every touch point there is so much to learn from his mountain story and from his entrepreneurial journey. Ross Kimbrowski, founded and is the CEO of Crowdspring, where since 2008, 220,000s of experienced freelancers help small businesses, entrepreneurs, agencies and nonprofits with high-quality custom logo design, web design, graphic design, product design, and company naming services. Crowdspring has worked with the world's best brands, many of the world's best agencies, and tens of thousands of entrepreneurs and startups. Before founding Crowdspring, Ross practiced law for 13 years as a successful trial attorney. There's a rumor that was left his law practice in 2007 to found Crown Spring so that he could wear shorts to work. That rumor is true.
3: So first of all, I love mountains. It's, it's uh, the mountain areas of the United States are some of my favorite areas. And I also love the ocean. So in, in years when I can do it, half my vacation is on the ocean and half is in the mountains. <laughs> but if I if I had to choose... Uh, it would be mountains. And part of the reason I love mountains is, first of all, they're majestic and, and, and beautiful. But part of the reason I love them is because they're complex, uh, different weather patterns, they're challenging. I haven't climbed mountains formally as a climber, but I've certainly tackled you know, some reasonably climbable where you can walk up a mountain. It's not really a traditional climb. And the reason I find them challenging is because the ones that I have done that get increasingly more complex teach you that it's important to, as you said, take it one step at a time. And this is something, this is a lesson that I brought into my personal life and into running a business. Sometimes both in our lives and, and in the businesses that we run, we are absolutely overwhelmed by the things we need to do to the point where we're paralyzed. We just can't make a decision because there are too many decisions to make and too many things to do. And and the way I think about it, and it's a good analogy to, to climbing mountains, is you can't get to the top by jumping there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get to the top by taking one step. And if you took a step, you're closer to the top. And if you take a second step, you're that much closer. And so In personal life and in running my business, when I'm presented with this dilemma, overwhelming choices, too many problems, I literally focus on the first thing. I don't obsess about the others. I don't let stress get to me. I focus on the next step. That's the step that I need to solve. And when I've solved that, I focus on the one after that. And I think that's really important for us, both in managing how we are and the balance we create in our personal lives. But critically important as an entrepreneur when we have so many decisions to deal with and can easily become distracted or enter decision paralysis. One step at a time, just like you would climb a mountain.
1: Hmm, wow. Beautiful. Devin Miller, moral lesson. If you don't know where you are going, stop. Take an extra few minutes. Don't just think you know where you are headed. My guest, Devin Miller, said, Responding to customers right away has grown our business better than anything else. Finding your market opportunity is where your biggest success lies. Devin Miller found out that the respond time of low firm is one of the biggest pains of their customers. So, they set up a system. 90% of the time, they respond right away and 95% of the time they respond within 30 minutes. They have a strict drop date rule, 100% of the time they respond by the end of the day. Let's meet Devin Miller. Devin is an entrepreneur, patent and trademark attorney, and an intellectual property expert. He specializes in protecting startup and entrepreneurial companies, with IP legal advice, setting them up for success in their business. In addition to founding and running Miller IP Law, he is the co-founder of several startups, including a multi-million dollar startup for wearable glucose monitoring. Devin has worked with the likes of Amazon, Intel, Red Hat, and Ford. He is passionate about helping businesses and has a drive to educate and entertain listeners with years of experience as a call speaker and a veteran podcaster. Devin Miller, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi!
4: Well, thank you for having me on. Excited to be here.
1: I am excited that you are here. My mountain question, as my listeners already know, I've been imagining the journey of marketing and the journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain step after step after step and then reaching the peak and climbing another peak. Yeah,
4: so there's both the you know the actual mountains and then the metaphorical mountains. But I'll, I'll give an example of actual mountains and a little bit of a lesson I learned from it. So I was early on and we were marrying my wife in college and uh, uh, she was my college sweetheart. And one thing that we started doing... <laughs> Before we had kids, and then it didn't quite work as easy after we had kids, but for the first few years of our marriage, before we started having kids, we decided we wanted to climb the highest peak in Utah, which is called King's Peak. So I remember the very first time that we went out, you know, it's a couple days, you you backpack in, you get to the peak, you climb it, and then you backpack out, right? So it's about a three- or four-day trip, and so we did that. And we got all the way in, we got to the peak, but the there wasn't any markers. There wasn't a saying go this direction and go that direction. There wasn't really any oh. denotation as to which way to go in order to get to the biggest peak. So we got there and there's really two peaks on and they looked about the same height. There wasn't any direction. We got out the map. We thought we identified the right the, the peak that we were supposed to climb up. We climbed all the way up to the first peak that we thought we were supposed to based on the map and everything. And then we looked over and we says, that one over there looks a little bit taller when we got to the top of the oh. other one. And so we had climbed the wrong peak. It was the one that was right next to it. And and by that time, we weren't able to go and go down and go the next one because it was starting to get dark and we needed to get back to our camp. And so for the first year, our goal was to climb the biggest peak, and we failed. We didn't – we weren't able to do it. Now, the next oh. year, we came back. We knew – we came back the next year, did the same kind of expedition and we did climb the biggest peak and it was a fun experience, but it always sticks out to me as, you know, Thinking, you know, where the direction you're going is not the same as knowing the direction you're going in the sense that, you know, if you if you don't know where you're going, stop, take an extra few minutes, make sure, verify where you're going rather than just thinking, you know, where you're headed. And it makes a big difference. And same thing in business. Sometimes you think, oh, we know where we're going. Let's just charge ahead. Go forward. You never really take the time to verify this is the direction we should go. This is the best decision. And so that's kind of always reflected to me. Ask about climbing a mountain is. Both in reality, picking the wrong mountain, and then in business, making sure I don't pick the wrong mountain.
1: <laughs> but I want to take it to another angle. You can lose. You can make a mistake and then win. Mm. And then do it over and win. It's exactly what you said. It's your factor. Key success factor.
4: No, nope, exactly. You
1: missed it the first year and you fixed it in the second. So I love that example from these two angles. You can't always be right at the first shot, isn't it?
4: Yep, exactly. And sometimes you have to say, hey, we made a mistake. We thought we knew where we were going. We didn't. So, but rather than give up, let's come back, try it again, and we'll correct it. So it was was a good lesson learned.
1: Exactly. Kurt Mercadante shut down his seven figures agency and said, My wife and I sold our home, and we're just traveling around with our four kids. Kurt Mercadante helps businesses and entrepreneurs increase their authority brand exposure to the right client so they can make more money. For 25 years, he has consulted small businesses, entrepreneurs, as well as some of the largest corporations and associations in the country. He has built three profitable businesses, including a seven-figure public relations and advertising agency. Kurt is a Gallup certified strength trainer, host of the Freedom Mindset Radio podcast, and author of the best selling book, Five Pillars of the Freedom. Kurt and his wife sold their home and most of their possessions, and now they are just traveling around with their four kids. My mountain question. And as my listeners already know, I've been imagining the journey of marketing and then the journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain, step after step after step, until you reach the peak and then you climb another peak. And at some point I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? And I... Meant physical mountains, literally a mountain. But today, I allow anyone to take it to the metaphor as well. So feel free.
5: <laughs> yes, well, well, as we discussed, you know, we just spent six months in the mountains, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and so that was fun and climbing. And, and I have a fear of heights, and, oh. and so it helped me get over that. We did zip lining through the mountains, you know, a thousand foot zip line. So that helped me get over that fear. And the mountains, you know, are amazing, and and the ability to strengthen you when you go up the mountain, but. From a business standpoint, I often use that, um, and not just business, but overall life, I use that mountain metaphor with a lot of my clients because, you know, when we start working together, right, the goal is that peak of the mountain. And you may never reach it, but you're constantly moving toward it. And there's a few things when you're going up that mountain. Number one is you define the peak and where you want to go. But then what you should do is reverse engineer it down to base camp. And a lot of times what we do is we start at base camp. We haven't defined the peak. And we try to plan moving forward. And what happens there is you end up bouncing around from objective to objective without having that clearly defined vision. So one key is defining that vision, defining that peak, and then reverse engineering. And it's like, you know, back in the, in the olden days before we had GPS, right, we had to put a paper map out and put a pin on our destination and then draw, you know, reverse engineer the route. And when we do that, it it prevents you from just throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what <laughs> sticks, right? You, you have a clear vision of where you want to go. The other piece is that, you know, you and I are going up maybe separate mountains, and we each have our own strengths.
1: Yeah.
5: And I'm a Gallup-certified strengths coach, and we all have what I call untapped superpowers, which are your talents. Those are your naturally recurring patterns of thought, feeling, and behavior. When you invest in them, you turn them into strengths. We all have unique, innate strengths with which we were born. So if when you're marching up your mountain, let's say a tree falls in front of you or there's a blizzard or whatever, and that happens to me. Well, your strengths and how you deal with that tree are going to be different from how I deal with the tree. And there's nothing wrong with that. Once you use your innate strengths and superpowers hmm. and amplify those, instead of worrying, worrying about your weaknesses... They help you and they propel you and they're those tools, those weapons, those those climbing tools that help you get up that mountain uh, toward that, that clearly identified peak.
1: Hmm. I love your story about mountains. Kimberly Masca went from Wall Street to helping spiritual entrepreneurs to become successful spiritual coaches and help shift this planet. Let's meet Kimberly Masca. Kimberly uses his business and marketing expertise to show spiritual coaches how to create financial success while shifting consciousness on this planet. She brings nearly 20 years of business development expertise to the table, including eight years of Wall Street. Five of those Wall Street years were as managing partner at a broker-dealer valued at $165 million that she founded with eight colleagues. With recognized effort in changing people's lives, Kimberly Masca is gifted with the ability to intuitively see a client's business and craft a strategy for success. Kimberly Masca, what a pleasure to have you here with me. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm fantastic, and I'm so happy you are here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Kimberly do you have any relationships with mountains at all? Yes you know I've,
6: they're first of all mountains are such incredible things. Mountains to me are just magnificent because when we think about just how old they are and how they're such a part of the earth and yet they're apart from it they're so unique and so they really are beautiful and recently, recently in the past two years we ended up actually moving to the mountains, which is something I had never thought of, but we're in Asheville, North Mm. Carolina. So I actually live in the Blue Ridge mountains and it is truly one of the most magnificent places I've ever seen. And I've been to 43 countries and I've seen some pretty amazing things, but being here and in the mountains, it's incredible. And when we purchased our home, um, I didn't necessarily want the view. A lot of people talk about the views. I'm like, the views are lovely, but I want to be in the trees and so when we go out on our deck we're literally in the trees the house is like in the trees and it's incredible to feel the energy of the trees and the animals I mean we get bears in our driveway on any day you can see a bear a deer a turtle we have wild turkeys it's it's pretty impressive and it's, it's just incredible to be so rooted to nature here and and being in the mountains is really a blessing that I had never thought I would experience like this
1: hmm Michael Nomera saved the financial future of his family from a very young age together with his brother and sister and says, we do one thing quickly. That's our success. It's called focus. And this is the most important law of marketing. By the way, the most difficult law of marketing is the law of sacrifice. You have to give up something in order to get something. Both laws are from the best marketing book I've ever read, 22 Immutable Laws of Marketing, Iris and Jack Trout. Michael Nomura is the CEO and co-founder of Rush Order Tees, a fast-growing e-commerce custom t-shirt printing and apparel company. Founded in 2002 when Michael was only 17 with his brother and sister, Rush Order Tees specializes in screen printing and embroidering services from everyone, from teams to small businesses to Fortune 500 companies. Over the past 18 years, the company has focused on the customer experience by streamlining the entire process with its innovative design studio, incredible service, and the quickest deliveries in the industry
7: never climbed a mountain but yeah so um but I do want to someday and I guess the you know I guess I relate to that in this sense the, what I relate to that is is very similar to the journey that my family and I took which was you know we had this we had this mountain to climb <laughs> and in, in our case the mountain is you know saves the financial future of the family
1: it's a good and, one.
7: yeah so that it's was yeah, and it was and there's so much uncertainty because we the you know, we didn't know a lot about business. We didn't have a lot of money um at the time. We so we really did kind of didn't have the tools. All that we really had was in this case like the focus and the work ethic and you know, we had a mission to each other because I said to my brother at one point I said Jordan I said that you know, I said what happened to the family really sucks <laughs> and I said but we're going to work really hard because you know, I don't want to settle So that mission that we, you know, I guess I would make it, you know, akin to this, you know, climbing a mountain, because once we, you know, made the pact to to basically work really hard and try to save the family, you know, you can see that after five years, we were in a much better place. And after 10 years, even better, 15 years, just you wouldn't even believe looking back. And Mm -hmm. now 18 or 19 years later, it's like, you wouldn't believe we started in a garage as teenagers. Mm
1: -hmm. So
7: um it's very akin to that for me,
1: and your parents probably very proud,
7: yeah, they are, they can't yeah. believe it. They walk around the business so like I don't even know what's happening around here because there's there's like hundreds of people walking around like very focused on what they're doing, and my dad, when he was managing his business he he didn't like he didn't manage this way, um, mm. Yeah, so very yeah.
1: different Wow Joe Carson. it took me years to get there. But right now, I have my dream job. Can you say the same? Joe Carson is a software engineer turned developer advocate at MongoDB. He comes from the frozen tundra of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And yes, it does get really cold here. And no, not everyone here has the accent from the movie Fargo. Joe has been primarily a Node and JavaScript engineer. He has been writing, teaching, and talking about code his entire career. Sharing what he knows and continuing to learn about programming is truly the thing he loves doing the most. Joe Carson, what a pleasure to have you here. Hi. Hello.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: Oh, I'm so happy you are here today.
0: Yeah. I think I'm a, I'm a different kind of guest, I think, than you usually have, and I'm probably a little bit geekier.
1: My mountain question.
0: Yes. I think it's such a great question. I, I actually love that. Um, I don't have, I live in the Midwest of the United States, <laughs> okay. which is very
6: flat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, it's yeah. the opposite of mountainous over here. <laughs> um, but we've had, of course, other metaphorical mountains. Um, yeah. You know, it's, To be honest, I don't feel like I'm climbing a mountain today. I feel like my mountain climbing journeys kind of ebb and flow. So, for example, I think, especially if I'm, like, fighting to get something I really want, I feel like right now I have my dream job. This has been the job I've been shooting for for forever. Like, it's a job where I just get to, like, make things that I like and hang out with my friends and share things I'm excited about. But, to get this job, it's pretty hard to get a job like this, and I think it's a lot of people want to do it in my industry right um but it took years and years and years working and networking and building my personal brand in order to get it.
1: I love you saying that so much,
0: yeah, and fighting
1: really love it,
0: yeah, and I you know, and like this is my dream job wow. today. And who knows what my next dream job is? And I'm sure I'm gonna have to fight a mu- like climb a mountain to get to that next peak. Um, I feel like I'm at like a base camp right now, chilling. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> True. No one ever gave me this answer. I love this answer. You're at the peak now or the base camp, and you're chilling out. And you know yeah. that you know how to climb the peak. And for now, you're very happy with that, yes. and I think you should be, and it sounds so great to hear that you found your mountain, climbed it, worked very hard to climb it. Now you are just enjoying the view. That's right. It's it's fantastic. It's a fantastic answer. I really love that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I just, just thought of that right now. That's uh... a... <laughs>
1: But it came out like you had the questions before.
0: <laughs> right. I wrote it down in my journal last night. No, 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 no. I love it. It's a great question. Very poetic. I love it. <laughs>
1: Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, you can choose whether and what you would like to do next as a reaction to this episode. As I see it, you have four options. First, You can, of course, do nothing that has to do with this show. Go to do whatever you want or planned, or just switch to the next podcast. Second, you can enjoy the stories, be inspired, and take the courage and massive strengths needed to take your entrepreneurship to a much higher level than you did in the last few months. Third. You can choose one or more of the inspire successful interviewees, the stories you love best, to connect, ask questions, find what else you can learn from them. They all have plenty of free, very professional content on their sites. Or even find out if they can be your mentor, if they give that service. And last but not least, you can download my free guide to the 7 Elements of Entrepreneurial Business Success that will help you make the best plan for the coming months and reach your goals of 2021. I'll meet you on the next mountain. Bye! And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye!
0: Thank you for listening to the Reach or Miss Show the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.